Your day has just begun. Yeah. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280, The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah. Hashtag college football. This is a defining moment for the Iowa Hawkeye football program. Over the past 24 hours, I've seen some difficult and heartbreaking posts on social media. I appreciate the former players' candor and have been reaching out to many of them individually and will continue to do so moving forward to learn more about their experiences in our program. I am planning on talking to many more of them in the coming days. This is a process. It's going to take some time, but change again starts by listening first. That's part of Kirk Ferentz's statement right there about Chris Doyle, his uh, strength and conditioning coach. Racial issues right now in the Iowa football program, the University of Utah football program. Friday, the University of Utah announced that they have suspended defensive coordinator Morgan Scally and launched an internal investigation concerning a 2013 text message he sent that included a racial slur. Scally issued a statement released by the school. In 2013, I made a terrible mistake. I used a racial slur in a text message. This language is offensive and hurtful to not only the African-American community, but to all. Immediately after sending it, I apologized to the recipient and his family. I'm also heartbroken over the potential breach of trust with my fellow coaches and with the young men in our program, both past and present. PK, they've launched an investigation into this. I think there are a lot of people to talk to if they're going to bring him back. They haven't let him go yet. It's a suspension. There's a lot of people, and we talked about this last night. Players past and present, but not just players, staffers, and not just the assistant coaches, as you've pointed out, have scattered to other schools. Because over 15 years, that's what happens in college football. But also support staff. There's a lot of people to talk to, and they can't be surprised at the end of this investigation. Yeah, you did bring that up tel- uh, television last night. We discussed that, and the more I thought about it through the night and then this morning, I thought, yeah, you're absolutely right, and I was writing up a piece that we'll submit later in the week on that yesterday. I was thinking, absolutely. Uh, Ma- I don't know Mark Harlan that well, uh, but I'm getting to know him. But I know some people who know him. You know, he's had some people here in the, in the athletic department who've quit on him and or left the department, not quit on him, but they've left the department. And then word gets out and, and some things. But uh, so there's something, some things there that's maybe new. Not, I mean, it's not new. People leave when others take over. Uh, but, you know, they've said some stuff. And then other people from down in Tucson. So my point that I'm kind of rambling right now, but my point is that I have a level of trust in him and this investigation that they'll be able to complete it in a fair and just manner. And your point to where it's taking, it should take time, is absolutely correct. It does. This is a serious, serious issue. There's no need to just get something out there real quick. It's not fair to anybody involved. You go to a practice, and besides the 100 or so players, you know, there's what, 25, 35, 40 other people out there that are part of the program, from, from trainers to equipment staff to just uh, Jeff, somebody like Jeff Rudy, who's basically one, uh, Kyle's... Uh, personal assistant so I, I, I don't even know what his title is I just know he's been around forever and he can be trusted too so all these people need to be uh, hit upon not every single one of them but representatives from all those folks need to be out there because there's some troubling statements from former players who have put this uh, put themselves out there on social media and those things need to be investigated too 
Yeah, I, I, I kind of feel like they. you're right that they need to talk to people that represent all these different groups. But I feel like they really need, if they're going to keep him, they need to talk to everybody. I mean, I think if you hear enough stories and you want to let him go, you can let him go. You don't need to talk to everyone. But if you're going to keep him, and I think there is at least some thought, and I can't say how strong that thought is, but there's some thought that they want to, because otherwise they would have let him go right away. That then that you you literally have to talk to everybody because you can't keep them and then have someone come forward and say, well, he said this, he texted this, he emailed this. Uh, you you just got to start tracking people down and you got everybody's story matters. If there's one thing we've been told in the last week, as whether it's somebody local or somebody national, I mean, we had Guy Holiday on, right? Who's the receivers coach at Utah, and we both saw the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar interview. He was doing interviews and was on uh, ESPN. And it was that people, especially white people, but all people, especially white people, have to listen. And this is a great example of where people have to listen because everybody's story matters. How everybody is treated matters. So I think it's going to take a while. I, th- I think it's an enormous process. Um, they've hired an outside group to do it. I don't know how big the group is. If you had one investigator doing it, you wouldn't get done before the football season. So, you know, So they're going to need multiple people doing it. And... It's going to be a big project, but I just don't see any other way around it. Okay. All right. Uh, Clemson wide receiver Justin Ross, we told you about him last year. He is supposed to be all that in a bag of chips, highly rated. I mean, it, the draft is still a ways away, so guys move up and down. It's hard to see right now a guy's one or two or whatever. But he's in the top group of three, four, five receivers. Uh, he underwent surgery for congenital fusion on his spine Friday. He said the procedure went great on social media, indicated he's looking forward to getting back to playing football. And, I mean, knee injuries and Achilles injuries are really bad, but, man, spine and head injuries top the list. So we'll see what happens there. But he is a big-time NFL prospect. A lot of teams are looking at him. We'll see how that goes. So would you say Southwest Doritos, Ruffles, traditional Lays? Oh, I like the, I like the traditional Lays, and, uh, and I'm a big Doritos guy, too. Yeah. Doritos, the nacho cheese thing. Yeah, that works for me. You got to lay off those. Those are uh, empty calories, but they're good. And always, as always, PK, dip the guacamole with the Fritos. That's top shelf right there. So we've graduated from trips to Fritos now. Okay. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. We, the National Football League, condemn racism and the systematic oppression of black people. We, the National Football League, admit we were wrong for not listening to NFL players earlier and encourage all to speak out and peacefully protest. That's Roger Goodell right there, message to NFL players. That was also released Friday after our show. Uh, This is a big change in the NFL message, obviously, from Colin Kaepernick going forward. Uh, Washington running back Adrian Peterson says, without a doubt, that's his quote, those three words, without a doubt, he'll be taking a knee during the national anthem to protest racial injustice. He expects to be joined by several NFL players. He made his comments to Houston Chronicle on Friday. And we haven't heard from owners, but Goodell is the commissioner. He is hired by the owners and speaks for them. I can't believe he just did this solo. I would think there would have been a lot of conversations before he did this, PK. This is a, this is a change for the NFL. Is it systematic or systemic? Because which one? I've heard them both. I think it can be both. 
but I don't know for sure. You're gonna need a you need a dictionary. It's got the numbers there. It ranks them. <laughs> First pronunciation, second. A, a, a dictionary? What what is that you speak of? A dictionary? Google it. You'll find it. I mean, you go could ahead, go kneel. old school. But. Go ahead, have him kneel. I mean, it obviously didn't do a whole lot the first time around. I'm not sure it's going to do much this time. Maybe it will. But if they, if the league decides you can protest on the job, do it. And I would also say, uh, as soon as I saw this, I wondered, is Colin Kaepernick going to get a job? Isn't he still good enough to be a backup? Somebody want a veteran backup insurance policy out there? I mean, uh, he didn't he... mention Colin Kaepernick, but what else could he be saying? Now, the fact he didn't mention it, you know, maybe that's a sign that they're not going to move on him. But how do you say this and not move on him? Because that's what you were mad at him for. Well, but does he want it? Because I've heard some people say, does he really want it? He's he's moved to another uh, realm in terms of being a social activist. Does he want to be a backup? Does he want to be on a roster... At all, at any cost, at all costs. I thought he did, but I can't guarantee that. I haven't heard him ask that in an interview. Maybe there's a clip out there and somebody can send it to us. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. Snoop hit me the other day, too, talking about it, because I had talked to a few guys, not to mention no names, and he said he had, he had talked to a couple guys from the Lakers and the Clippers, and, you know, there's some whispers about, you know, some teams not being comfortable, some guys want to play, some guys don't want to play. That's Matt Barnes right there talking about NBA players who want to go to Orlando and those who don't. The NBA is working on mechanisms that will be used to replace players in the event of a positive coronavirus test or serious injuries in the Orlando bubble environment. You know, most of the stories I've seen, PK, have been about baseball players who are, who are at risk. Uh, diabetics, kidney issues, whatever it is. Um, haven't heard that much about NBA players. Maybe that's it. Or maybe it's healthy guys who have concerns for other reasons. We haven't really heard much about this. I was under the, I was in the impression, impression that there was going to be pretty close to 100% turnout, and maybe there still will be. Maybe, the, maybe people will whisper, but then go ahead and go. Well, I think we have to go back to Snoop. I mean, Matt Barnes, a retired player, Snoop hit him up. Snoop let him know, this is what I'm hearing. So you got Matt Barnes, whose opinion is very important, and you got Snoop's, who's, I mean, I live and die by what Snoop has to say. Now, I I don't know, is Snoop, is that Tyler Hundley or is that Calvin Broadus? Which Snoop is it? I mean, I don't know. Pretty sure that's Calvin (laughs) Broadus. Don't know that Tyler is moving in those circles. <laughs> Why not? Yet. <laughs> mm, college quarterback, young guy in the way. It makes it in the NFL, then, then maybe, you know. I don't know. I mean, Snoop didn't make it in the NFL. You're right. But he made it in music, so. Then he made it to the USC sideline. Oh, Matt Barnes. Snoop hit him up. Well, man, you have Snoop hit you up. Whatever you're doing, you got to stop. Snoop just hit you up. I mean, come on. Hey, how about that at ESPN.com or any of the other websites? Source, colon, Snoop, comma. (laughs) Matt Barnes quoting Snoop. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, brother. (laughs) DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. 
Both sides want there to be baseball. The question is whether or not they can reach a deal in time because the clock is running, at which point the postseason, which is really where everybody should keep their eye on, that's where the clubs desperately want there to be a postseason, uh, even more so than they do a regular season, whereas the players probably want the postseason and the regular season with equal fervor. That's Gene Orza. He used to be the general counsel for the Major League Baseball Players Association. Well, if they both want games, let's get on with already. Need a third party to get in there and help you negotiate because you can't sit across the table and look at each other because you loathe each other so badly? And you put them in different rooms and then somebody runs back and forth. Hey, what if we can talk them into this? Had a backdoor deal somehow. Well, if it were up to me, I would call Snoop. Whatever works. Play ball! <laughs> Oakland Athletics have reversed course on their decision to cease payments for their minor leaguers. The A's owner, John Fisher, said Friday he made a mistake. Pay the organization's minor leaguers their $400 a week stipend. For the remainder of what would have been a typical minor league season, players also will be retroactively paid for any payments that were missed. Friday news dump. Dump all the bad news on Friday. From uh, the NFL to the uh, U with the uh, Morgan Scally news to Major League Baseball owner, uh, the Oakland Athletics' John Fisher. If you're going to admit a mistake, might as well do it on Friday. Get their 400 bucks back. They're going to be rich. What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up, Steve Rowe. Excuse me, Steve Rowe. Steve Rowe. Huh? Steve <laughs> Cleveland and Eric Rowe. Huh? Uh, Steve Cleveland, our basketball insider at 8 o'clock. <laughs> Eric Rowe. Steve Rowe and Eric Cleveland. Steve Cleveland, our basketball insider at 8 o'clock. Eric Rowe, former Utah and current Miami Dolphins cornerback, is going to join us at 9 o'clock. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.